now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Eilts. I'm Leo Eilts. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do, backing up mostly. Uh, mostly. We just back into things all the time. It's kind of our job. That's our job. Yeah. We drive up and down the road and find music laying there. Oh, look, in the ditch, there's a song. Uh-huh. That's about it. And we pick it up. And we put it on this Pe- show. People are irresponsible with their music. They just don't handle it well, yeah. right? So yeah. it's up to us to they, kind of yeah. pick it up, dust it off. Yeah, they... they Use part of it, and they get tired of they it, tired and they of it. just drop it. It's so fickle. I know. People are fickle. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike us. Unlike us. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's. Exactly what is Americana music? And I wish we had a good answer to that, <laughs> because it seems like we're answering that question. You know, the, the thing is, we've had to kind of come to grips with it, you know? Right. And, and we kind of came to our own sort of, it's not exactly a definition, it's... Like an opinion, it's it's more kind of an opinion that has evolved into a definition. That's correct. I guess you yeah, could say. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah. We we say that it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots, and by that we're saying you know that is an American group, right? Kent? We're talking right. stateside people. We're not talking about the Brits or the Germans. We're talking about music that was made right here in America. That's right. Yep. And that leaves it pretty open. Oh man, there's yeah. a lot of music made in America. You yeah. Got... For instance, I mean, it could be actually rock and roll. Well, it could be jazz. It could be. Rock Rockabilly. It could be the blues. It could be pop. It could be um, rumba. You love rumba. I love rumba. Yeah. Uh, you know, we named our rumba uh, Robbie. No, you didn't. Yeah, just so you okay, know. Okay, fine. Yeah. Thanks for that information. It could be slack key. It could be mumbo. Honky tonk. Yeah, it could be honky tonk. It could be lounge music. Uh, Motown. It could be jug band. And you know what else it could be? It could be... Boogaloo. boogaloo, and it is Boogaloo, and needs to be Boogaloo more. I got some Boogaloo in my pocket here. I'll sling it out one of these wow. days. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm no, it I, makes me makes, walk funny when I have the Boogaloo. I know. It makes me, pocket. yeah, you kind of yeah, <laughs> walk with the <laughs> rhythm. I like that. Well, it's, the uh, format of the show is uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual uh, fistful of tunes. And we have not, that's the only rule, we have not discussed it ahead of time. That's correct. And we take turns. Starting the show. Right. And um, uh, it's an even-numbered show. And that means you go first. I do. You do. So, um, you know what? Uh, a few weeks ago, I, uh, I did uh, some skiffle. Yes, you did. And it was, a, it was a band called the Cleanliness and Godliness Skiffle yeah, Band. I remember that. Uh, that was fun. They, they released you just one, like saying that. I do. The cleanliness well, and Godliness. They released one album, and they called it uh, Greatest Hits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was great. But anyway, it, it, while I was researching them, I, I ran into another Skiffle Band, and, and I think this will be a good, fun way to start the, uh, the, the show. Okay. Uh, they're called the Sunshine Skiffle Band. 
And uh, it says they were one of the bare few bands of the 90s creating skiffle or jug band music. And this is more specifically to the U.S. There's more of this happening in the U.K. Right, right. Uh, but they formed in Washington around a group of old-timey and classic jazz enthusiasts. Now, I want to listen to this, not necessarily for the names, but for the instruments that they play, okay? Yeah. Uh, Gil Carter on Roomba Box. Henry Stinson on harmonica kazoo, Don Rouse clarinet, Tom Layton washboard, Dan Cassidy fiddle, and Wes Butts gut bucket. Okay, now, now, now take a second, because we covered this last time. We did this, a, a short explanation about what the skiffle bands were and why they were so popular. Well, sure. Uh, you know, it, 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 was, uh, it had influences from American folk music, blues, country, bluegrass, a, a lot of that. And it was generally performed with a mixture of manufactured or homemade or I- improvised uh, instruments. Right. And so it, 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 it originated in the United States in the first half of the 20th century. And it was, but it, uh, as I said, it became extremely popular in the UK in the 50s. Right. And uh, it was a major part of the early careers of some uh, musicians who, who later became, like the Quarrymen. Right. Who the, later called the Beatles, Beatles yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Roy Gallagher was there, uh, and uh, you know, so a lot of those British bands started out with skiffle and moved on to rock gotcha. and roll. Okay, good. So, um, uh, uh, so the uh, Sunshine Skiffle Band they had uh, one album uh, released in uh, 1992. The album was called "Beat It, Blow It, Strum It, Hum It." <laughs> I love these guys, <laughs> and the song I want to feature is called "It's Tight Like That." Lives across the hall. I found a new mule kicking up in the stall. Oh, tight like that. Tight like that. Oh, tight like that. Tight like that. Hear me talking to you. Say it tight like that.
tall and slim. She struts her stuff and it's so long, Jim. Tie like that. Tie like that. Oh, tie like that. Tie like that. And talking to you, say a tie like that. Had an old dog, name was Paul, gave him a taste and he wanted it all. Oh, tie like that. Tie like that. Hey, tie like that. Tie like that. talking to you, say a tie like that. Little black rooster told a little brown hen, meet him in the barn around half past ten. Tie like that. Tie like that. Oh, tie like that. Dead end. Sudden stop. Sudden stop. Yeah. Well, that was kind of fun. Well, good, Leo. We are rolling now, so what have you got? Okay. I want to tell you about this guy. Uh, his friends uh, called him Walter, and his family called him Lee or Walter. He was born in Wisconsin, and uh, he had a, uh, an identical uh, twin who died at birth. Okay. Okay. And this guy went on uh, starting... Uh, he. he Began to uh, study piano at the age of four. He just had a talent for it. Wow. So to keep the suspense from going too far, uh, we're talking about a guy whose name was, I think it was Valsdu Valentino Liberace. Oh, wow. And everybody just called him, of course, Liberace, because it was yeah. easier than pronouncing the other two names that he was. A... Yeah. But anyway, by the age of seven, he was capable of memorizing difficult pieces. And his, uh, he, he, uh, he did. He had a, uh, an ability to play popular tunes. Now his family didn't care for it much, but it was during the depression, and he was making money. That's, so they didn't that's say, enough. Right? He didn't say much about it. But listen, it, it, it's kind of his background. He suffered from a speech impediment, and as a teenager, uh, he, there were taunts of you know neighborhood children who mocked him. He also they mocked him for his effeminate personality, his avoidance of sports, and his fondness for cooking and the piano. I mean, there you go, man. So yeah. the uh, so anyway, he, he gained experience playing popular music in theaters and radios and, you know, places like that. And um, he, he went on to become a, pretty much kind of a pop star, right? Oh, yeah. But he was huge. He was huge, man. Yeah. And his whole thing was um, that uh, he was featuring pop with a bit of classic. So as he called it, classical music with the boring parts left out. <laughs> I like that. I never heard that. I, I love that. Man. That's great. What, what a great explanation. But he became an entertainer. It was driven by his desire to connect directly with his audience. Now, that was kind of interesting. That was something about him. When he played these huge concerts, you know, usually the, the artist will take a bow and go off stage. Not him. He'd either walk out in the audience or have the audience come up on the stage. Oh, wow. And they would could shake his head. They could touch his pianos, you know, check out these magnificent costumes he was wearing oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. He, but was... he very much, you know, lived on that. And uh, one of the things I like about it is that he was actually mentioned as a sex symbol in the Cordette's 1950 recording, uh, Mr. Sandman. Oh, really? Lots of wavy hair like Liberace. Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, anyway, he he once stated, he said, I don't give concerts. I put on a show. And... um, he his uh, his uh, his whole thing with the audience was it was very much in touch with him. He flaunted his wealth, and nobody minded because you know he worked so hard for it. Everybody said this guy's cool. Now listen, wow. this this recording was done from a live television broadcast. 
And he's talking about uh, it's a boogie woogie thing. He's talking about the boogie woogie standard. And while he's, I've seen this video. While he's sitting there talking to his audience, his left hand is just working all by itself. He's wow. turned to the audience. His left hand is over here. It's playing these boogie woogie parts, right? Uh huh. And he keeps explaining the different styles and how the boogie woogie came to be. So it's just kind of a. A boogie woogie recording. Wow, is that know. something we ought to put on our website? Maybe? I think so. Yeah, yeah. This, would, this is a great video, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. Let's listen to Liberace. <laughs> That's the way Boogie Woogie started out, with the left hand playing down there all by itself. And someone came along and thought it would be a good idea if the right hand could do something. And then it began to sound like this. They call this one the walking bass boogie woogie. It walked back and forth like this. next part is what they call a boogie woogie break and you'll notice right in the middle i stop playing for a moment and that's because there isn't any music for that part <laughs> Every time I play that little break, it seems to bring out something out of certain people in the audience. And this time, if you feel the urge to shout, hey, just let it out. again, don't you? (laughs) I got an idea. Let's have the ladies do it all by themselves this time, okay? your turn. You know, it's all this 
want to do boogie woogie with only eight beats in a bar, I'd like you to hear a little invention of my own. It has 16 beats in the bar. Great. You know, I, don't, I remember watching his show on yeah. TV when we were kids and stuff. And Black always and had the candelabra on his piano. And, and the grand piano. And his had a, he had a collection of pianos. Wow. I mean, he had, he had the things that were like gold encrusted with gems on them and mirrors and everything. <laughs> what, a, what a performer, man. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right, Rod, just back to you. Well, you know, one of the uh, joys to me of doing the show is that we get to feature um, artists, people that we know. Right. Occasionally. Yes. And recently, uh, a good friend of ours uh, released a tune that I, I'm just dying to put on here. And her name is Beth Watts Nelson. <laughs> Beth. Yeah. Little Miss Dynamite. Yeah. And um, uh, she just published this on Bandcamp. Um, but uh, we had heard her sing it before. She is just... Uh, she's just a joy to be, be around. She really is. Yeah. Uh, tremendous uh, clawhammer banjo player, great guitar player, and her, her voice is just as sweet as can be. She's a music teacher. Well, she started doing this cool thing, these workshops, uh, harmony singing workshops. Yeah, it's workshops. called Notorious Chorus. Notorious Chorus. Yeah, you can yeah. look that up, and she's teaching people how to sing harmony. Right. Which is pretty awesome. And, and she... Uh, the sessions are held in a brewery here, in, uh, there in Kansas City. Even better. <laughs> the bar is open. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but anyway, and I got to tell you, she's also got one of my top five favorite smiles in the world. Yeah, She absolutely. just lights up the room with her smile. But anyway, so this is a tune she wrote. She just released it uh, recently, and, and she, she said it's inspired by a friend's story, meeting the love of his life in a KC disco in the 70s. And then we two-stepped. Yeah. So Beth Watts Nelson doing Only You. Dreams in my arms every night 
sweet oh man yeah that's nice stuff it's really sweet and you know what uh, i give up what we're out of time we certainly have burned up this first yeah. segment haven't we so um uh, of course tomorrow's moving day yeah i gotta move and so we need to um uh, uh, police the area and, uh, oh, pick up all the beer cans it's an even numbered show yeah so guess what you get to go check that left rear inside, inside duel. duel fine I do. i'll take care of the cat box and picking up the garbage i'll pick up the garbage okay Okay, and if I never see you again, uh-huh. I respect you for going bravely out to inflate the tire. <laughs> we'll see you in a few minutes. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, I see you're back. Yes, I see your front. <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not. I'm not sure which is the better view. I, I can't help it. Yeah. What was the status of the tire? Uh, you know, it, it was down four pounds. Four? Yeah, but you know, we we sat sat for a while. and well, That's you know, true. So, it's like uh, 10 days, you know, yeah. which is not like us. But uh, it, uh, it'll be okay. I okay, think. all right. I have faith. Okay, well, okay. we'll, we'll find out next yeah. week when we top it off again. I guess we will, won't okay. we? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Well, we are broadcasting this week from uh, Hot Coffee, Mississippi. We're Covington County, yeah. to be exact. Okay. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because it actually shares a zip code with another town because it was not big enough to have its own or something. <laughs> well, that's, it's nice to share. Uh, I don't know. There's a town called Collins, which is close by. Okay. Tiny little burg, Roger. It's basically a tiny community of farms, homes, and businesses, right? And the, the greater area is, is like scattered out for like six or seven miles along this highway, right? Right. Yeah. But it's only about that big it's, itself, you know. It's kind of where we've been going lately. It's, I'm well, not sure, you know. But, but this is kind of pretty cool, man. It was um, it, it was a, a, a this crossroads of uh, two popular travel routes that were established here, and one of them was Jackson's Military Road, right? Right, and the other one, which you know, East West Natchez to Fort Stevens Wagon Road. So it was kind of a crossroads right there. And um, in 1870, a guy named L.J. Davis built a store and hung a coffee pot over the door, advertising the best hot coffee around. <laughs> there was no no other <laughs> there was hot no coffee other anywhere hot, else. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was that's but, marketing right there. Oh, that's he was real genius. proud of his coffee, man. It was made from spring water and New Orleans beans and molasses drippings for sweetener. Well, that sounds good to me. It does sound pretty yeah. good to me. I go, Ooh, give me some of that, man. Yeah, I'll have some of that hot he, coffee. He never served cream with his coffee because it believed it ruined the taste. Again, okay, you start out with good enough coffee like that, I get it. Yeah, uh, but anyway, there's just down the road, there's a, an older German Baptist community. Uh, called Martha's Kitchen, right? Uh-huh. It's just close by there. And they're well known for its pies and homestyle cooking. So I'm thinking this is a marriage made in heaven. Really? You, you stop off and get your pie and take uh-huh. it on to the hot coffee place. I like it. There you go. It's, yeah. it's a, Now, it's also, uh, there's some famous people from here, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. 
believe it or not. Okay, I'm, I'm all ears. You remember? No, you're all. Yeah, never mind. Okay. You remember Stella Stevens? Uh, boy, that name. Oh, she was familiar. She's a gorgeous actress, man. Uh, anyway, her parents. She was raised in hot coffee. Wow. Right. And another famous uh, guy. His name was uh, Dana Andrews. Yeah, that name. I've, I okay. recognize. And he, you know, he, but listen, he was actually born close to hot coffee. Uh-huh. In a little town that doesn't exist anymore, that was called Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! You can't make this stuff up. Yeah? I guess so. You know. Yeah, you had a girlfriend named that in high school, didn't she, you? She told me that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough of this. Oh god, gotta love her. All right. Well, you know, people ask us. They say derriers. You know, what's your deal anyway? You guys, you're you're going. Ping-ponging across the United States. Exactly. In that old R- RV, you know, questionable transportation, although she's, well, she's been good for she's us. She's been good for us, yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in other people's eyes. In other people, yeah, yeah, that's true. And and you're you're playing music, and, you know, it's kind of like, why? Yeah, what's the point? Well, I, I don't know what the point is. I don't it either. is just what we do. It's just what we yeah. do, yeah, because we are, the, you know... The, the derrieres, derrieres after yeah. all. Yep. And, you know, and uh, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, you know, they have these things called ranches. ranches. Yeah, we don't have our ranches. Yeah, so they get to do their show from the relative comfort of their ranches. Right, exactly. And, you know, for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr., you know, he has the uh, Rock and Diamond R Ranch. And, Leo, where is that? Well, that would be in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. It is. And uh, Alan Bailey has a Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Uh, Oren Friesen, who is the human footnote of the dairy area. He doesn't miss a lick. He doesn't. Nope. Uh, he has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. We've been there. Absolutely. And uh, so, our, you know, we were whining to our pal Suzanne about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. But th- and, and, and Suzanne is smart. You she know? is. And, and I think she could see right through us. And she said, well, look at it this way, guys. You could say that you have the, the entire continental United States. Right, exactly. Border to border, ocean to ocean. You could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's correct. And we ride that range in our RV called... Rambling Sweet Rosie. Yeah, Rosie gets us there. She does, man. Yep. She's getting to be kind of famous. She's getting her own fan mail now. Yeah, I know. It's because, great. I don't know how that happened. Maybe uh, maybe she ought to have a, uh, uh, you know, a uh, GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie needs a new set of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, just a thought. Yeah, it's a thought. Okay. Well, Leo, I think, uh, I do believe it's your turn. Now, Roger, this is an illustration of how someone sometimes we get into the same mindset. Okay. Our minds are going the same way. Which is scary. It's scary. Yeah, because it's usually downhill. It's always fast. It, well, it's, yeah, pretty much <laughs> on a roller coaster. Without a safety belt. You featured uh, a, a song by a local uh, artist, a young lady named Beth Watson-Elson. I did. On my playlist for today, I have another. I have a song by a local female artist. Awesome. Yes. And uh, it's a lovely person named Kelly Hunt. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, she's great. She's great, man. Oh, yeah. You know, I I met Kelly uh, down at the Rural Grit uh, when she first moved to Kansas City. She really didn't know anybody, and nobody knew who she was, but... I talked to her for a little bit early on there, and she's just gone on to be a monster. I oh, mean, she's just 
boy, she's just such a unique. She really is uh, sound and well, uh, kind of because you know, now you remember we featured uh, music by another Kelly Hunt from Kansas City. Also, yeah, a local girl. Right, a song called Eighty Eight Keys. Right, I don't remember what show that was. Yeah, a while so, back. So when she told me her name, she says, "Well, I'm Kelly Hunt," and I go, "No, you're not." Because I know Kelly Hutton, she's not you. Anyway, we have a great history, and she's a wonderful person. Well, I, she actually did a fundraising uh, thing to be able to get her album out, and I participated in it. Normally, you get a little card and notices. Not me. I got a handwritten note from her. Really? It was lovely. She basically was talking about her experience in Kansas City. She lives in New Orleans, I think, now. And uh, said how she misses the local group and everything. And she says that's Kansas City is where it really got started. And I think she's right. Anyway, uh, this is a, a lovely song that I picked out for her, from hers. I want to play it uh, right now. I got to look up the um, uh, the name of which one was it? Oh yeah, it's it's called "Take Me Back to Memphis."
to Memphis Take me back to Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee That's where I should be, oh Lord, I Been long time gone, been long time gone Isn't that fun? Yeah, that's a, that's a great album. It that's really a brand new album that's brand just new. out, right? Yeah. Just came out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff. good pick, Leo. All right, Rod, just back to you. Well, our buddy... Bill Dye called me uh, a couple of days ago, and he said, I think I have a great song uh, for the band, for Three Trails West. See, this is where we get in trouble with Billy. Oh. Because he's got a mind that works on a whole different level. Right, you know? right. He digs stuff out. He said, after this, he's going to send me his uh, uh, Rod McEwen uh, <laughs> compilation. <laughs> but this one, I think, is a home run. Uh, it, it's a song by a guy by the name of Marvin Rainwater. Marvin Rainwater, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay, now he was born in uh, 1925 in Wichita, Kansas, of really? all places. Yeah. Wow. And um, he w- was, uh, uh, he, he claimed to have um, Cherokee uh, blood ancestry. Well, with a name like Rainwater, yeah. Yeah, he claimed to have quarter blood Cherokee. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he, as a child, instead of listening to the Grand Ole Opry with his father, he took up classical piano lessons. But that all ended when he uh, he lost uh, part of his right thumb to a work accident. <laughs> so Oops. so he was studying to be a veterinarian, uh, uh, but he uh, went into the Navy during World War II, and he took up the guitar, and um, he got a big break in the music business when he got first place on Arthur Godfrey's Talent oh, Scouts. Oh, Arthur Godfrey comes into play. A lot of play. people, you know, we talked about time. that a lot. And on May 9th, 1955. Wow. Then he had a, a regular role on ABC TV's Ozark Jubilee for several years in Springfield, Missouri, uh, beginning in 1955. Now, he, he signed with MGM Record, and um, he, he, he was uh, strikingly handsome. He had a great baritone voice and, and a lot of energy. And so he became one of the first um, crossover country pop singers. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, he had a song that was going to uh, going to find me a bluebird. It was in 1957. Um, it beca- it was number three on the country chart, number 18 on the pop chart. Man, and sold over a million copies. So he went on. <clears throat> he did a, a duet with Connie Francis, uh, which uh, sold over a million copies. That was the Majesty of Love. Um, and then he had three more gold records, My Love is Real, My Brand of Blues, and Half Breed, which is a cover version of John D. Laddermilk's song, right? Right, yep. Mm-hmm. You're going to love this. Yep. All of those sold in excess of one million records. Now, are you ready? Yeah. In 1959, Rainwater recorded another Laddermilk song, The Pale-Faced Indian. Oh, yeah. Which you featured just a few episodes That's ago, right? right? Yeah. Uh, his original version went unnoticed, but later efforts by Don Farden, and Paul Revere and the Raiders under the title Indian Reservation there you were go. hits. And Don Farden was a Brit. Right. Yeah. And that's why I didn't use his, right. his version of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Anyway, this song is uh, it's just great. And I'm going to post the video of him doing this live because he's doing the sound effects live. Okay. Uh, it was a single from 1955, Marvin Rainwater doing Albino Pink-Eyed Stallion. <laughs> In Arizona's desert lores, the legend goes about a horse, the champion of a lawless breed, the favored one, the devil's steed. <laughs> 
by some strange chance was free. That albino pink-eyed stallion, born to the devil in the lake of fire, bred with an introvert desire, and his eyes at night are ablaze with a burning fire. The devil called his own and it made my bloodstream free. But pleading for his wayward steed is all in vain, vain indeed, for free he aims to be. You sweat for gold and spend it free with eyes too blind to see. You have no hopes, you have no goal, you have no dreams to ease your soul, and yet you laugh at me. That albino pink-eyed stallion, born of the devil in the lake of fire, bred with an introvert desire, his eyes at night are ablaze with a burning fire. Without a dream there is no soul and stagnant he will be. I'll sleep by day, I'll search by night, I'll not renunciate my fight till he belongs to me. It sounds like he's sitting in the room doing all this stuff. I think he probably is. I mean, well, um, I just posted a video of him doing it live. Oh, okay. So people can make up their own mind. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Hey. That's- what? You know what? Uh, I think we've used up our time oh, in this we segment. Are. Yeah, we're done here. And this is uh, when we go out and uh, apologize. Usually, usually we apologize. To, to the neighbors. But they've been pretty cordial here. Yeah, you know? they I, have. And and, and, and uh, uncharacteristically, I think we have been, too. We have been, too. <laughs> so maybe we'll just take them a friendly beer. A friendly beer. So uh, you know. Good. It's been nice knowing you. Yeah, it's been nice knowing you. And uh, we're, some, we're pretty sure you're glad we're moving on. And here's some beer we got really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what kind of beer did you get? It's, I, 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 they kept it on sale. Uh-huh. It's called Valley Forge. I, good. Check I this. Check this out. Okay. Watering gardens is my line, says Green Thumb Jay McGrew. But when you want to quench your thirst, then here's the thing to do. You ought to make friends with Valley Forge, the beer with a wonderful flavor. Make friends with Valley Forge. Do yourself a big favor. It's pale. It's light. It's smooth. It always tastes just right. So you ought to make friends with Valley Forge, the beer with a wonderful flavor. When friends drop in, invite them to make friends with Valley Forge. If they're like most people today, they like a modern beer. A beer that's pale, light, smooth. Yes, they like Valley Forge beer because every drop is brewed especially to suit the modern taste. For thirst-quenching refreshment, for downright satisfaction, there's just nothing quite like Valley Forge beer. 
In fact, the most a host can do for friends is serve Valley Forge. So you ought to make friends with Valley Forge, the beer with a wonderful flavor. Look out. Ah, that's a sound we know right there. Yes. We're backing up. We are backing up. That's, that's what we do. It's one thing we do well. We back up. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you know, this is a part of the show where we just, uh, you know... Oh, let's we, not, let's let's shine it up too. Hmm. Let's let's we'll beg we'll beg yeah beg people yeah. to go to our website. Please go to our website. You know we work hard at. It. Matter of fact, just while we've been recording the show, right? I, I posted um, the Liberace tune. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, the the video, the video and the Marvin Rainwater See, one. Come on, man, uh, on our website. Look, that's wonderful stuff. People yeah, gotta go look. People at can it. go check that out. It's yeah. very entertaining. Well, I think so. Um, you know, um, uh, of course, the uh, website for this show is. The, the derrieres.com. Please, the yeah. is the most important part of we that. We talk about this a lot, but yeah. just make sure you put the derrieres. If you, if you forget it, uh, we promise you will never, never forget, forget it. it. No, yeah, not what again. You see. Nope. nope, that's true. And of course, the website for the band is. Well, that would be threetrailswest.com with the number three there on the front. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can find out where we're going to be playing. You can order our albums there, stickers, mm-hmm. t shirts. You know, t shirts, yeah. yeah. We got a bunch of t shirts yeah. left. So yeah. we like to sell those. Yeah. So yeah, go, go, go check it out. Well, you know, we, we figure if you go to either of those websites, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's true, yeah. And um, if you look at it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented but boy, there's getting to be a bunch. There's I a mean, lot. really, it could become confused, in which case you just contact, contact us, us and we'll all get you straightened out. Yeah, there's contact us tabs on both websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Mine well, is... Those- what well, is it, Roger? Well, Leo, mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thederrieres.com. That's right. Right. Um, hey, you know what else, Leo? Hey, what else? If you go to thederrieres.com, click on the Americana Roadshow tab, and from there you can listen to any of our past episodes or download them and listen to them at, at your, your leisure. leisure. Preferably while wearing your... Leisure suit. suit. That's good. The marvels of modern technology yeah. is just amazing. You know, if somebody actually does that, they have to send us a picture, oh, and we see. will send you a prize. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the other thing you can do is uh, you can now find our uh, past episodes on Spotify. Yeah. I know you love Spotify. I love Spotify. But it's, it's on several Spotify platforms. Is like, mm. is, uh, Spotify is such a great yeah. invention. There. But I people just, might uh, also want to listen to it on Stitcher. I, I've, uh, maybe, but there's yeah. th- Spotify is where I, I, you I understand know, that. I just said that. Uh, but it's know. also on TuneIn. Uh, I guess, I suppose so, but it's not like right. I mean, you go to Spotify and watch yeah, it. I know. But they might want to listen on Amazon Music. Why would you? Well, or or, or iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeart, you too. But, you know, I just don't know about that. Right. I think Spotify is a logical place. Oh, I, I know you love Spotify. I love Spotify. But, you know, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, Go nowheres without the derrieres. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. He's pretty matter of fact. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Well, he does. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Leo, I think it's your turn. Okay, I've got a couple of things I want to do. You talked about um, going back to the original versions of songs. Yeah, I love that. Oh, okay, well, back. Okay, well, I had this one song. It was kind of sitting in my pile there. And you reminded me of it. Your and virtual pile. The, my virtual files. Right. It's all yeah. virtual. And um, it reminded me of a couple of things. And so what I'm going to do is kind of a two-part thing here. I'm going to start out with the first one, okay? okay. Uh, this guy's name was David Hill. And in 1956, he went in and did a recording of this song, uh, called I'm All Shook Up. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Now, his actually, that wasn't his real name. It was a recording pseudonym uh, for a guy named David Hess. And he wrote a lot of other good music, too, like um, uh, Start Moving with Salminio, I Got Stung, which Elvis did later on. 
uh, Speedy Gonzalez, which is a fun tune by Pat Boone, except we haven't played any Pat Boone on this yeah. show. Anyway, uh, he also recorded another name, uh, David Dante. I kind of like that one personally. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Otis Blackwell uh, was the guy that actually wrote this song. But as a condition for Elvis agreeing to record it soon thereafter, he was given co-writing credit, all right, even though okay. he never wrote a note of it. And his publishing company received one half of the publishing royalties. Oh, wow. It was a deal. Oh, yeah, you make a deal when we don't have any money. It's a good deal. Now, think about it. He sold millions of those records. Mm -hmm. So even getting you know, screwed on half of the royalties, uh, you still got half, half. of a yeah. lot of money, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, they, they changed the title just a little bit. They, it, from I'm All Shook Up to All Shook Up. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and this is the original recording. It was recorded November 7th of 1956. <laughs> Well, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man in a fuzzy tree. My friends say you're mad at getting queer as a bug. I'm in love. In love. I'm all shook up. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, my hands are shaky and my knees are weak. I can't seem to stand on my own two feet. Well, who do you think when you have such luck? I'm in love. I'm all shook up, mm -hmm. oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Please don't ask me what's on my mind. I'm a little mixed up, but I'm feeling fine. When I'm near that gal that I love best, my heart beats so. It scared me to death when you touched my hand. What a chill I got. A kiss is like a volcano that's hot. I'm proud to say she's my buttercup. I'm in love. I'm all shook up, mm -hmm. oh, 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 yeah, yeah. My tongue gets tired when I try to speak. My inside shake like a leaf on a tree. There's only one cure for this body of mine, and that's to have that gal alone. So fine when you touch my hand, what a chill I got. The kisses are like a volcano that's hot. I'm proud to say she's my buttercup. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm all shook up. 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 He's all shook up. He's all shook up. I'm feeling kind of shook up. He's pretty much shook up. Yeah. You can let us know about it, too. <laughs> that was good, Leo. That's great. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting rendition of the song there. From the original author, the original exactly. recording. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. All right, Raj, what's up? Okay. Um, I, I, in my music of stumblings, I, I ran across a, a guy named Brett Denon. Now, I never had heard of him before. He was born in 1979, grew up in Southern California in like a small farm town. I was homeschooled, and he spent much of his time learning to play music. And he learned how to play guitar while attending Camp Jack Hazard. Jack Hazard? Yeah, which is a residential summer camp in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Oh, okay. And so his camp counselors played music of Neil Young, John Denver, Joni Mitchell, which is the same music his parents listened to. Yeah, yeah. But um, he, he says um, Paul Simon, Cat Stevens, 
Van Morrison are like his biggest influences. Man, this guy's right in my wheelhouse. He I is. Uh, and, you know, um, I, 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 I love it. And, and you know how I love clever lyrics. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, the title of this song is Paul Newman Daytona Rolex, which is why I clicked on it in the first place. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to read you the, 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 the part of the lyrics. Okay. okay? Yeah. Uh, just ahead of time. It says... I've never been accused of being fancy. I'm not stupid with my money, honey. I can be stupid for free. I took it to the antique road show. They told me it was worth a boatload, but I'm never going to sell it because my granddaddy gave it to me. Paul Newman Daytona Rolex, perpetual motion, you know this, second hand, smoother than cool hand, no ticking for real. It makes me feel like my time is on my side. Time is on my side because, baby, I'm a man from another time. Oh, man. That's that brilliant. Great? Yeah. So his album, See the World 2022, Brett Denon doing Paul Newman, Daytona Rolex. They're using velocity sensitive drums, which is a popular thing back in the 70s. Uh huh. You know, we had that drum, go, ooh, you know? yeah, yeah. 
Cool well, stuff. And uh, and that was just done last year. So uh, yeah, very new. Awesome. Well, Leo, what do you got? I've got. I want to continue with my little Elvis Presley thing that I was talking about original versions of songs. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's hear it. Okay, Arthur Neil Gunter is born in 1926, and he wrote this song called "Baby Let's Play House." Right. Okay. He was a blues guitarist and musician, and he was born in Oglethorpe County, Georgia. And uh, when he recorded this song in 1954, he was working for a company called Excello uh, Records, and it not only became a local hit, uh, it peaked at number 12 in the U.S. Billboard R&B chart. So it was, wow. all, it was already a hit on its own, right? Yeah. Well, then Elvis got that number, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, his first royal che- royalty check came in, $6,500. This is like in the mid fifties. That's a lot of money. He could have bought a couple cars at that and a house. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. But listen, there's a line in this song. Uh, it goes like this: "I'd rather see you dead, little girl, than to be with another man." Oh wow, the Beatles the took that. Beatles, run for your life, yeah. right? So he uh, he went. Uh, he kept. He, he got his uh, royalties and everything, and then he uh, retired. Uh, Pretty much in 1973. You know why? Why? Because he won the Michigan State Lottery. Well, that's a good reason. Now, he's fixed, man, for yeah. life. He's 49 years old. And what happens? What? He dies of pneumonia. Oh. <laughs> so, so, oh, man. So it's a, it's a good story, kind of a weird story. Anyway, Arthur Neil Gunter doing the original uh, version of Baby, Let's Play House. You may go to college, may go to school. Nobody's fool now, baby. Come, baby, come. Come back, baby, come. Come back, baby. I wanna play out with you. Well, listen, let me tell you, baby, what I'm talking about. Come on back to me, little girl, so we can play some house now, baby. Another man, now baby, come, baby, come. 
I'd rather see a dead little girl than the whole Beatles thing. Well, the, the Beatles were big Elvis fans. Yeah, so, they were. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. Hey, you know what? We're out of time. Oh, we are out of time, Roger. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. We need to figure out where we're going next week. Whose turn is it to do uh, what? It's your turn to throw the dart. Okay, so uh, I'll get, get the map. Go get the map. Okay. So uh, back at, watch out for Ardmore. Sorry, Ardmore. Hey, what's all this kettle corn? Leave the me? kettle corn alone. Okay, fine. Get it up there. It's right. there. Okay, and okay, you uh, go get the dart. dart. Yep. Spoon drawer two. Spoon yeah, be careful. Don't okay. stick yourself. Okay. Okay, get in the circle. Get yep. ready to turn around. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. One, One two, two, three. three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, well, we went east, east and south and down Florida. Florida. Oh, yeah. All Florida. right. What's okay. the nearest? Looks like uh, uh, here's the list of weird town names in Florida you get to pick from. Uh, Coco. I like Coco. I like Coco. Oh, I bet we'll like Coco, Florida. Let's find out. All right. Well, uh, we'll get on the road tomorrow and we'll do a show from there next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Uh, well, Leo, it's been a fun show. It has been a fun show. And we'll do it next week. Uh, this has been the Americana Road Show right here uh, on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. And don't forget to fumble your words. <laughs> <laughs>